Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me always is Dilruk Jaya Singer. It is Dilruk Jaya Singer. Benjamin, hello. This is... Uh, uh, this is Fitbit Pod. This is a 38-year-old Dilruk, uh, just two years short of being 40. And oh, no, that's 38. I try to remember all the things I was doing at 38. Oh, my God. What were you doing at 38? I had two children. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, have two amazing, remarkable, um, not even two, multiple eye bags. Can you see that? Can you see what's happening here? Uh, I can see your eye bags and yeah. happy birthday again. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Like, So that's where I want to start off is that my sleep is, I went to a sleep clinic. And they uh, said, "Sleep uh, what? What do you What do you think I said? Sleep coach? Oh no, I said clinic. Oh, clinic. I was like, <laughs> if anyone's going to a sleep coach, I wouldn't put a past you. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, I actually would go for a sleep coach. I I, I think we need coaches. I think they're called professional can... cuddlers. You actually can get someone who comes in and just cuddles you professionally. Are you fucking for real? That's yeah. bullshit. That's no, 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 hundred percent. Cuddlers. There's professional cuddlers. Professional cuddlers. cuddlers. Yeah, professional cuddlers, and and then we'll go, uh, and then you can come in, and you can choose. Am I going to be big spoon? Am I going to be little spoon? Whoa, professional cuddlers, Melbourne. Yes. Uh, Cuddle therapy. Book a professional cuddler. (laughs) Our professional cuddlers are kind, caring, and understood, and people can come post you for up to eighty dollars per hour. Totally. What the fuck are you talking about? No, it's a real thing because people like look, and then it's thing. It's like well. People are like, well, how close is it to, uh, to hire, you know, why wouldn't you hire a sex worker? But if it's, it's, it's actually just the, 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 the actual cuddling. And to be honest, I've thought about wow. it because I'm a really good cuddler. So <laughs> I can, I'm, you know, 80 bucks an hour, a bit cheap for me. Yeah. Um, because also when you cuddle me, oh, you get nonstop riffing. So it's 120 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the cuddle could go for like, I just want to watch a movie cuddling or you yeah. could be like, hey, I just need some help going to sleep. Uh, can you cuddle me? So what happens if you do fall asleep? Do they just then rob you on the way out? Well, I think you'd already, <laughs> I think the thing about it is you had already determined. Um, yeah, yeah, I do like the idea of like, that cuddle was amazing. It's a shame my couch and TV have gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, look. Not to brag, but it'd be fair for if they managed to steal my TV. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so you need two professional cuddlers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, listen, I, uh, I've i told you, maybe I have not on the pod, uh, my ultimate dream, if I had like infinite funds, is one of those things is coaches. Like I would spend heaps yes, totally, of totally. one-on-one sessions with all these fucking amazing people uh, to just specifically cater their, you know, advice to me directly. I would then pay um some sort of kind of a live-in chef kind of thing but someone who is like part pt part chef where they just amazing train me but also feed me exactly what i'm meant to eat that day so i don't have to think about it um Uh, the indulgence and 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 it's also like oh this is what i mean why is it indulging like i'm just saying excess money to spend on people to help you (laughs) no but that's my point the the way you if you frame it as indulging it's like but it is I'm not denying. I'm just wait. Hang on. What does indulging mean to you? It means you get to indulge in something. It's the, yeah, it's oh, the great definition. definition. Thank you, uh, fucking Webster. 
No, but I know what you mean because I would do the same. But you know, on the list of priorities, it you could you couldn't justify it if you had a mortgage or you know, like. You but know, this I, is I, why it's a fun thought experiment where you're not. It's like totally. you literally have infinite funds, and, infinite funds, and you can do whatever you want. Right. Trust me. And, I've already, and once I've already... you do all the, the the charitable things or fixing the world and stuff like that, take all that away. I'm just saying, what would you do to like live your best life? I would have a boat that would be parked at Port Harbour that would have a massive sauna on it and I would take it out for a spin and then I would sit there and have a sauna and then jump into the bay. That yeah. that that is what I would be. And how much would that cost? Just four hundred and twenty thousand. Has it been costed? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like like okay, so and that's just for one one session, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I mentioned, but I can imagine because then that would be that person's indulgence. So they're like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I've just spent yeah. $420,000 to hang out with Ben and Dill on a boat that's the shape of a sauna out in Port Phillip. So I'll tell you what. So in the example of infinite funds, for me, the idea of having a a personal trainer and, inf- and a um, sort of chef or whatever, <clears throat> that doesn't feel like an indulgence. For me, an indulgence would be the second part of what I was going to say, which was, having a masseuse come in, massage me before I go to bed. Like, to, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that is that before feels... or after the professional cuddler? <laughs> that's how, that's what I remember is the idea that, you know, like, oh, what a great way if you can have like a, imagine you know, like a really great uh, <sighs> deep tissue massage and then you go to, oh, my brother is calling me. Hang on, let me put this on. Um, do not disturb. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that feels like indulgence versus having like a practical something that's kind of like, I mean, because it doesn't feel like an indulgence to be having chicken breast and and broccoli. You know what I mean? That's by an absolute trained professional. But yeah, but that doesn't feel like an indulgence. Indulgence to it doesn't feel like it. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about in an example of like infinite funds. That doesn't feel like an indulgence because you're doing something to try and prolong, you know, better health in the future. Indulgence would be something like, oh, I, I want to get a Ferrari or I want to, I want to get For a boat. And that, you know? that would be amazing. For you, I get that. I totally get you that. Know, I'm worried, but my point is being like, you're spending something on a reinvestment on yourself. That shouldn't feel like an indulgence. I think that is not an indulgence as much as it is doing whatever you can to be the best version of yourself. To me, indulgence falls in the category of like, a treat or a luxury or a some sort of thing that is uh extra like a, how, how the word um uh, extravagant <laughs> yeah like it, it, like like uh, that's something that's just giving you pure joy that not necessarily is like for a, a betterment or a like a help help you know what i mean whereas this feels like more like an investment in yourself if you're going to like unlimited funds unlimited so, funds because then if you scale back to to say life where we're at now do you think it's an indulgence to then buy healthier fresh fruit than cheap um you know cheap uh reheatable processed food it feels like an indulgence to me it does feel like it, so it's an indulgence to have fresh vegetables uh i do i mean we do it now like we've decided to budget so to allow us to buy more organic food and it has hit the bottom line harder um but maybe over time it will stop feeling like an indulgence but you know because uh, right, well, I think I indulgence think... is quite often linked to expenditure i think um because you're like oh you know well let me just pay a little bit extra so i can indulge but well i think in that case we're probably fundamentally just disagree, would disagree on that happy to do what i did yeah like, so like you think so you think therapy uh in your in your current income uh no, thing no. why not no not at all because i've made it a priority 
and it's to do with my better health. If I had unlimited funds, I'd have therapy every fucking day. <laughs> so, so now we're starting to find common ground. The point being, there are things that you do for yourself in order to be your best self that you understand is a but priority. We've gone from unlimited funds. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm, this is the whole point of a thought experiment to understand what are the things that you need to do to be your best self, to be able to be there better for your friends and family versus yeah. the things that you're doing just for your own enjoyment. But that's I, the I, distinction I think, I'm making. So I'm like, that's the distinction I'm making is between. But the distinction is it's a, it's a very high, you've got to do it from where you've come from, like the basis of what indulgent means to you. And that's going to change for every person. Do you know what I mean? How you've been brought up, what, the, what is worth, like for a lot of people that had unlimited money, they probably couldn't even bring themselves to do that. They might even give it all away. Like, but, this, but, but I still think you can find a definition of, regardless of where you come from, right, as to what something is an indulgence or not, if you break it down into, is this something that is providing you an ostentatious value to something that's like a show-offy thing? Or is it but I think we can both actually... agree that would be different for every person. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm saying, but the principle behind what's an indulgence and not, we should be able to find. If it's some, so you think therapy isn't an indulgence? Um, I think... There are a lot of people who can't afford it. That's true. And the idea that, which sucks, I wish they could afford it, that the idea that they would spin off a one-off session, I think they would feel like it's an indulgence. But the point that I'm trying to make, Ben, is that that in your current circumstances with the money that I you have- I know talking about me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, yeah. in the money that you have, you see that you have the budget and the financial ability to spend on your mental health, right? Do I see it as an indulgence? Yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah. Why? Because I think, you know, could I spend that money elsewhere? Could I invest in other things? You know, did I really need it that week? Like, me, and sometimes you don't know till later on with therapy whether it, it's required or not or whether you did it. And adding a value to therapy is so hard because sometimes you just don't know how you would feel. But I think sometimes I do feel like it's still an indulgence to give out that much money. For me, even though I know it's better for myself and I know I feel better, there are times where I'm like, oh, this does feel like an indulgence. Mm, I don't agree. I feel like anything that's okay. That... That's no, totally no, no, no. Okay. I know. That, that's not, I'm not. I know that's okay. okay. <laughs> but I'm saying is like that it's this thing where I just go, no, if there's something that in your life, you know, uh, and that whatever that takes shape is where we can uh, say is different for some people. Um, you know, if you're an elite footballer, and you've got, you know, a, a PT that's $400 an hour, that's not an indulgence. That's just an investment in the, the income earning asset themselves, right? Hopefully that's in your contract. <laughs> but, but the point the point is that, like, it's just something that it's like what that actually is, is different. But the actual principle behind something that's an indulgence would be, hey, this is something I have to do to make myself healthy. That framing, I think, then negates calling healthier food as an indulgence or mental health as an indulgence totally. because again depending on the budget you have if you are able to prioritize those things for yourself they don't feel like an indulgence to me indulgence is something that no. you if you didn't have in your life you wouldn't necessarily be that much worse off do you know what i mean like that's to me an indulgence oh yeah that's, i mean that's amazing that definition works for you <laughs> whereas what you what it doesn't work for you no, I think for me, it just changes. Like the term indulgence, I mean, I don't see it as a negative term, but I think for me growing up, it was like if my mum and dad ever said we were going to indulge or something, it was usually related to money and we'd spend a bit of extra money. And we needed to point out that this was an indulgence 
and sometimes to the point where we'd have to enjoy it so much that it would take away from the fact that we were indulging. <laughs> so, yeah, so I feel like that's some sort of psychological lock that you have there as to like, uh, like I think, what and you... That, and I think, and that's, and that's like, I agree 100% it's a psychological lock. Like, it's so funny. Like, if I think about like, in, like indulgement, like for me, it's like even then, like, like I feel like if I moved into a bigger house, right, which I, is something I'd want to do, the house I'm in is now fine. It's small. Uh, it's pretty cramped, but I feel like we make it work and I feel like this is enough for us. But my partner would think otherwise. And I know that if I moved into a bigger house, it would take, I'd feel like, oh, this is a bit indulgent. We don't need something this big. Like it would, it would feel like that and it would take me a while to accept that. Actually, no, this is good. This is what my family needs. This is what, like, it's weird. You're right. I reckon it is a fair whack of a, a bit of a, a psychological block. And there's also, a, there's a book by a guy called Morgan Housel called The Psychology of Money that I would absolutely uh, recommend <laughs> you read because there is a certain, yeah. But way- I think it would be the same for a lot of people who grow up just grow up with not much money or just money was stress in their family. And that's, absolutely. I think that's issue for a lot of people. And so it's a thing of that if that's how you were raised, when you then come into a, a relationship or something with someone who has a different perspective, um, there can be clashes around mm. those. And it's not about changing each other. It's just about understanding where those things come from and then finding that middle ground of how we can, especially if you're, uh, you know, in a, in a relationship and you're a team and money, money is like the biggest cause of divorces in Australia. Like it's nuts how many divorces are off the back of uh, financial struggles. That's and why so- um, the barefoot investor always says, go have a money day once in a while mm. where you just go out and then, you know, like you're going to go for a date, but you're going to talk about financials. And, uh, and I've done yeah. that my, I mean, I thought, I thought money did, I got the wrong thing. I thought it was like $180 for half an hour. That's what a money day was. But, um, I don't know what inflation has done to that price. Cause I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't had that. Uh, I haven't, I haven't been on a money day in a while, but, uh, so like, anyway, so that's, that's the chat around that. But, uh, what we, we ended up here by talking about what I would do if I had infinite funds and what I, how would I invest myself. And one of it would be having a massage just before I go to bed, which that to me is indulgence versus having someone cook me something fucking healthy and lean. Um, so we got uh, there. We got there. <laughs> uh, sleep clinic is where I started to tell a story. So, so you, now have you been to a sleep clinic before? No. Did you stay the night? I like this 20 questions. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. So I went a couple of uh, weeks ago. Um, they gave it. They gave me a sleep kit on the Friday and they said, uh, I just need to sleep with this and we'll get a reading and then sleep with this. That sounds sexual. You need to fuck this machine and then it'll tell us whether you're, you're snoring It seems to me that all the electrodes seems to not just on the knob of my penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like we didn't hear snoring, but we heard a lot of like a... Um, yeah and why does why do i need to why do i need to set up a webcam for this it just seems so odd yeah 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 your heart rate's really spiked at one point um no um they give you a machine that straps onto like your waist just like below the tits above the like sort of um belly button and then there's like an oxometer or whatever that goes on your index finger. finger and then there's like these tubes that went into my nose um, I think it's called a cannula, I think. I'm not sure. But anyway, so they get this yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. To check no, the breathing. I, yeah, but the thing that goes into your nose that measures the oxygen. 
as well. Okay. Yeah. So and he goes, so, one on your finger and one on your nose. It's what you get, yeah. you get when you get extra oxygen in the hospital. Right. Okay. And so this was just, I guess, measuring and not necessarily giving oxygen. But yeah. um, And so then I kind of just tape those wires down so that I don't fall asleep. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. It was one of the worst fucking nights yep. of my sleep. And 100%. I'm like, I'm like, how is this meant to measure quality of sleep? <laughs> I it's like, Supposedly it gives them enough information because I, well, I did the same thing. Like I was like, but I had to go to the hospital and and sleep there, which it was even more disconcerting. <laughs> well, yeah, and apparently that's like two grand or something like that, unless you don't. No, you have to. You, you get it through Medicare. You just got to wait. I, wait. I was on a waiting list for eighteen months ah, until I got it, and then okay. and then. Long story short, I feel like I turned on the pod, but I went to it, did it. Worst night of the sleep. They have a camera on you the whole time. And they film you, and then the next day, you know, you get the results, and then you meet a week later. And I was at the St. Vincent's Hospital, and they went, "Okay, you do have sleep apnea. We recommend um, that you know, uh, you know, you could do these machines or try these things. Uh, do you have small children?" And I had a, I think my hadn't had Taya yet, but we had Minka, and they were like, "Oh, oh, okay, come back to us in four years." <laughs> Oh, okay. So what meaning what? Meaning like until you get like a proper rhythm of sleep, the things that we're going to apply for you aren't going to work until your kids sleep through. It's like, it's like, so a couple of... surely now that stage has come. Where well, and that's why we've been talking about whether I'm going to get a, 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 what is it? a CPAP machine. Right. Okay. So we'll come to that. Um, so for me, um, I haven't got the results yet. My appointment is next Tuesday. And so exactly Do you sleep at all? From- well, yeah, of course. What do you mean? Like, that like, was like reckon, did you do your watch as well? Like, do you know, when you like sleep and then you can sort of like measure nah. it and like. No, nah, I didn't do that. I don't sleep with the watch on. Because I, 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 I think I just had got my Samsung's watch. I wanted to measure it, and I was surprised. I assumed I didn't sleep at all. I was like, I didn't sleep, and you're like, oh, actually, it says that you slept in. You had deep REM sleep for like an yeah. hour and ten minutes or something Everybody like that. Everybody because <laughs> uh, it's so funny because you they always talk about you know rapid eye movement so you know yeah. when that happens it's like you're asleep and then we were <laughs> worried about your eye movement it was your hand on your <laughs> pants movement that was boring us in the middle of the night we were talking about this before it's like there are machines so like when i became obsessed with lucid dreaming it's like you can get a machine that sort of scans your eyes for rapid eye movement so it knows you're dreaming and then gives signals to your other part of your body so you can recognize that in the dream so you can then take control of your dream? What the fuck? So, <laughs> so <laughs> explain how this okay. works. So when you're There's in a deep a... sleep and you're dreaming. No, no, no. I understand this, the biology of it. How does the machine work? So I think last time, the, the one I remember is it's just like whether it's like sort of like goggles or something, but it detects rapid eye movement. And when it Even detects, though your eyelids are closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sort of moves quite, you know, intensely. So therefore mm. the machine recognizes it and can send... I don't know if it's electrodes or it have to be something like that to another part of your body. So in your dream, if you're dreaming and then you feel like, you know, it's like, oh, my leg, what's this thing scratching on my leg or whatever in the dream? You're like, ah, oh, I'm dreaming. So therefore you can take control. Okay. Yeah, sort of <laughs> doesn't really make sense to me, but sure. No, no, but do you know what I mean? That like, so the trick with lucid dreaming is you're supposed to like, without it, you're supposed to go to bed focusing on an object, right? And like, so like, <laughs> I think we were talking about this before. I don't and think so, so. But if okay, you have, so, I clearly blocked it out for a reason. So, so <laughs> like people go like spoon. So spoon, right. Um, there was a spoon and you like, look at the spoon. And then, so when the spoon appears in your dream, it's supposed to trigger something in your subconscious to know 
that um that you are that you're um that you're like oh, like like a like awake in the dream and so once so you're you self-aware yeah self-aware and then you're like i can take over this dream now i tried this with a carrot and so i went to bed uh just focusing on a carrot yeah <laughs> right i mean you it's the carrot or the stick so you took the positive <laughs> reinforcement <laughs> so i was just like concentrating uh on the carrot and this is so long ago when i did this but i was like concentrating on the carrot and the carrot and the carrot and i was like when i see the carrot i know i'm in the dream and i remember it was like because all i wanted to do was i wanted to have sex in my dream that was the, that was the thing i was like well i could live my fantasy lifestyle in my dream so were you see, a virgin when you had these no 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 but i was just you know i think at the peak of my sexual activity but i was like i, I just like if i can't have sex wait you're on the peak of your sexual activity and you still want more satiation while you're asleep. Yeah, and so I just thought, well, okay. why, why, why have sex? Why, why not do both through the day? You know, oh, like the taco day. girl. Why not fuck in my sleep as well? So, so I was like looking at the carrot, and then, and then, um, and then I think I remember once I was skateboarding, and in the dream, and then I saw the carrot. I was like, oh. sweet. Oh, All right, amazing. now I can fuck my skateboard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then I was like, sweet. Oh, I've got the carrot. I can fuck it. And then I dropped the carrot and then fell over the carrot. And that's the closest thing I ever got to it. Did you stumble and like land face fat and hit, but bend your dick in an erection? Um, <laughs> tell me about the purpose of lucid dreaming. What, why, do, why would someone want a lucid dream? Well, monks supposedly do when they're meditating that they get to this. Monks this, or mums? Monks. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I was doing it. But I swear to God, I feel like we toast spoken about it before. I think it's just, a, it's another form of, you know, really meditation where you can go to a place in your subconscious. Yeah. Sounds like you really wanted to meditate all over someone's <laughs> chest. <laughs> I really wanted to meditate to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I'm just coming all the time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I just, and, and the thing about it is like with your sleep stuff, do you sleep on your back? Uh, sometimes. It doesn't matter for me, sleep side, whatever. Um, well, so, because someone was telling me that, yeah, it's really good if you can sleep on your back because a, you get less wrinkles over time because you don't squash your face on the pillow, which someone explained to me recently. And mm. uh, but, and I would love to be able to sleep on my back because supposedly you get less back pain, like if you sleep, if you can sleep straight on your back. But I can't because I just find myself choking all the time. Yeah, I hate so, that, so that, I got one of the bits of advice I was given at the sleep clinic was around uh, the different things you can do, the, the, the non sort of invasive ones, and then it gets progressively invasive. So one of the ones is to, um, to try and sleep on your side. Uh, if you're someone who sleeps on your back, you know, and How so you do that with your back, Does that no, I, I still sleep on my side. I like, I fall asleep on my side, but sometimes I wake up and I'm on my back. So it, it, I'm very inconsistent. But um, one of the suggestions is getting like a bum bag and putting tennis balls in there and strapping it to your back so that <laughs> it's so uncomfortable to lie back on that you subconsciously sleep on your side. That is so good. And also you can deal speed in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good idea because it, yeah. it would stop every time you roll over. God. That'd be some weird dreams. Fuck me, yeah. tennis balls and a carrot. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Like one of a Bugs Bunny episode. Um, so then um, that's one thing. The other one is um, uh, basically a mouth guard. So uh, oh, that pulls this, your jaw yeah. a bit forward. Now, so make the sound of snoring. Like, like, yeah, okay, just keep going. 
Okay, now try push your bottom jaw forward and try and make the snoring noise. Is it less for you? Just, I mean, I feel... No, just through your nose. Do the snoring noise through your nose, like, versus... It's less, right? It, yeah, it so is. the idea being that if you can pull your jaw forward while you're sleeping and you're less likely to... Um, uh, uh, fault. <laughs> this is hilarious seeing you try and practice it. That you just look to the side, gave me the profile view. I wish the listeners could have seen that. They um. So yeah. So and then turns out as well. So she did like look. So we haven't got the sleep results yet. But preliminary test she did was just look at my mouth. She like got me to open wide, and she said, "Oh, you have a really muscular tongue and a narrow throat." And my all I kept thinking was, "Fuck, I was made to eat pussy and not suck dick." Like, think about it. The tongue has definitely been get has gotten a lot of good reviews but yeah narrow throat apparently so even if, if i could you know wanted pain if i've been narrow throat well, i've been yeah, told that it would as well. be terrible at you know uh swallowing pain but oh don't get me wrong like i could still rim the asshole out of a bloke don't worry about that i can still good yeah, i'm just saying i'm not excluding myself from if i you know i don't want people to know that i can't satisfy every walk of life but um but yeah she also did say i have a very muscular uh jawline as well like my 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 um, the the jaw muscles just on these things on the side she's like it's very strong and developed i'm like hey yeah well yeah you that's are amazing what, you are what you eat and people call me up oh, hi. <laughs> um yeah wow okay so you, you haven't got the results yet um yeah it's really funny because it's, it's so funny you're at the start of it and i feel like i want to restart my sleep clinic stuff oh uh, yeah like, it's just know, it's like just it's... a boiling point ben because i can't do it anymore i'm really i'm really struggling so i would go to bed at 11 maybe let's <clears> say <throat> this is uh before i finally cracked it and i just said fuck it i'm booking in this appointment uh i go to bed at 11 wake up at like fucking seven let's say so that's eight hours right that's what more than most people get and i'm exhausted i'm like i can't roll out of bed i'm drowsy do you, do you remember waking up throughout the night? Don't. No, it feels like I drop my head and then I wake up. And oh, so, the, yeah, God, horrible. Know. So even that's even today, I woke up at about 7.30, I think, and then just like went to the toilet to pee and I just had to go back to bed till about 10. So I'm I'm not well, is the point. <laughs> and uh, that is like, because I wake up, like I, don't, I can't remember the last time I slept eight hours in a row. I, like I just cannot remember. Like I at least have to wake up once to pee. Always. Yeah. And the frustrating thing is I feel like because of that, I have to do so much to catch up to the rest of the world. Like I have to have my cold shower. I have to have like my coffee, my meds, uh, meditate, do a journal entry. uh, And then I'm finally fucking feeling like, all right, I can now wake up with the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Like it's just a, uh, my, my hope is that if I can sort out the sleeping, that actually can have some exponentially uh, massive results on every other facet of my life, including, um, you know, working out, like finding the energy to work out, finding the energy to write and mm. perform. Um, even now, like there's, um, um, you know, filming that's coming up that I'm going to be doing. So I'm going to need to be memorizing lines and it takes me fucking ages to remember shit. And I'm like, it's probably because I'm always tired. Like it's fucked, man. Yeah, so, and then yeah. to follow up our last, uh, follow up uh, for my last thing, I actually ended up having an appointment with a um, medical marijuana doctor, uh, hey, and effectively buffalo soldier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I said I just want the drops. I just want like the THC drops because that's not going to affect my 
I don't know, like my conscious activity. I felt like the idea of smoking or whatever doesn't feel good for the lungs and it doesn't. Where where, where have you been getting your weight? <laughs> I, would, I haven't got it yet. <laughs> so, because um, what happened is she basically said, like, I'm absolutely a case for it because of the fact that, well, what we do, you know, we don't, I don't switch off till, you know, on stage at 10 p.m. is I'm peaking. You know what I mean? Like, let's say if I'm headlining, that's probably roughly when I'm yeah. closing, which means that's when I'm going like full pelt, you know, high energy, everything. Right. And then I'm yeah. meant to somehow fall asleep in the next two hours. Because if I don't, the sunlight's going to wake me up anywhere at six o'clock, you know what I mean? Or 6.30. And yeah. so it's this frustrating cycle. And I'm really trying to, um, I'm trying to fucking make this function, right? And so, and then that's not, you know, it's multifaceted, right? It feels like the sleep apnea is one thing that when I do sleep, it's not deep enough. So that's hopefully where the, you know, the drops come in, but also psychologically, like with my therapist and stuff, we've been working through, cause I'm sure there's all going to be a whole bunch of things that are working on a subconscious level. That's stressing me out. That's making it hard to sleep. You know what I mean? So it's not the one thing that I need to fix. It's multiple things that are affecting <clears throat> a big part of my uh, well-being. And unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever you want to put it is my doctor for the medical marijuana is good. And she did her due diligence and she actually, you know, contacted my cardiologist uh, about the heart attack and stuff and making sure that he was okay with this. And um, he wasn't. Which is, which is, it's great. I mean, due diligence. Yeah, like, exactly. That's why I kind of like, I rate places that, you know, <laughs> push back your work oh sorry you, you, you know your your money if they like they'd rather sacrifice payment over like just getting a quick buck you know what i mean so i, I mean that you'd have to be quite cautious as well at the same time like you know you, but yeah it's that funny thing where it's like and i, I didn't even I, didn't, I just thought about that then like quite often with things like that you do have to check with your cardiologist and probably will and so yeah just to come for completion sake so the cardiologist didn't say no he said he just rather wait till a whole year has passed since the heart attack yeah. uh before he wants thc in my system what he doesn't know is there's thc anyway <laughs> <laughs> i just wish i could do it in in, in a legal way <laughs> but fuck man all right so well uh that's really funny that's actually really really funny <laughs> That is so funny on so many yeah. levels. God. So look, uh, uh, but also it's just a reminder of just like even if you had something so impactful in your life, like there are things where you just sometimes don't consider. Like you're just like, oh fuck, that's right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't want to sound like a fucking you know hack hippie, <laughs> but the truth is, it's just nuts that alcohol gets the stamp of approval so quickly, oh. and then something as you know herb herb herbal as this is just it's like, come on, guys, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking ridiculous. about? Like the, 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 the three drops I that I get is nowhere more important than, than one stubby. Like a stubby would get me more drunk than the drops. You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I just want yeah. to sleep. Have you tried any? Have you tried melatonin? Have you tried any yeah, of the other stuff? It didn't work. Thorno has given me um, one that he's on this magnesium um, um, standard sort of, you know, um, from the farmer. Are you allowed to take Valium? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't want to. I don't want to go down the 
the, the pharmaceutical route too much for this. You know what I mean? I just want it. I just feel, I feel more, I feel yeah, safer. You can get it. You can get addicted. You, then you can't sleep well, without that's it. it. That's I kind of just I've feel heard. a bit safer with the um, natural remedies. You know what I mean? And so um, anyway, look, so what, what are you going to say? No, no, no. I was just wondering what's the natural remedy for Valium? <laughs> Weed. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, do you know so, what I mean? Like, because it's so funny because like melatonin is a massive one and then people do it or getting your, um, what is it? Your, um, what's the rhythm called? Your Katie, uh, uh, what's it called? Circadian rhythms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. And so that the idea was like, so I'd, I've been doing it with my daughter. So where it's just like, just trying to, she, she comes out and she walks out and she, the first thing she does is walks outside and looks outside with it. I'm already outside because I've already been up doing the sauna, but I'm outside uh, getting ready for the day. And then she sends six next to me and just lets the light come to you. And I think we can kind of, the problem with us is it, you know, one night we're going to bed at 9.30 because we've got a night in and the next night we're going to bed at one o'clock because we're traveling back from God knows where. Yeah. So it, yeah. I think that's the tricky, like us getting into that rhythm is actually really really hard and that's why i think i feel like you know like you said before my kids they are sleeping through and so now it's like this is probably the best time now that it's like that and uh and my shoulder surgery because my kids can finally sit in without a car seat yeah like, they're, they're the two things that i kind of want to fix plus teeth implants it's gonna be a big 2023 <laughs> <laughs> it's funny with the mouth guard for the sleep uh thing hopefully that's the one i get approved for if not i have to do the machine which is obviously a little bit more uh hectic amazing i know my but dad it's has it and sure and so does so does, so does my dad i know i know but like just think about the convenience of how often we travel and having to pack that versus if oh, it's yeah, just yeah, a, yeah. if it's just a simple mouth guard that i can just wear at night you know what i mean like that's so much i hope that's the solution you uh, hang it up and, oh it's a whole it's a whole you have to hang it up my dad's does not hang it up it just has to oh, be on the my side dad hangs up so it just lays perfectly is your dad a, is your dad a bat is he hanging what do you mean he's hanging up <laughs> no, 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 the actual machine so, you right. know, so sometimes it can pull on your face yeah and then he's just built this thing where it hangs and it goes straight down so he doesn't ah. feel it so it's just gently touching his face right 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 so uh two thousand dollars for the mouth guard fuck yeah but also yeah without and you don't even have it worked <laughs> well to be fair to them uh they you use it for three months if you're not happy they give you 80 percent refund so you're kind of only out of pocket 400 bucks um, and that's a gamble Good. and that's a gamble I'm willing to take because, um, fuck man, like honestly, cause you think about two grand in itself sounds ridiculous, but you just add up the bullshit that we spend money on. And this is something that hundred percent impacts the rest of my life and not just, yeah. not just like, you know, day to day, but my future as well. Like if I'm continuously having bad sleep for the last, who fucking knows, like decades, maybe. Right. Um, cause I always thought if I could drink it, it's so going to stop me. No, no version of like, so when you've got kids and people are at their wits and you can go to sleep school or you can get a night nanny and a night nanny is like, I think something like 400 bucks a night. And then they just see what the baby's doing wrong. It'd be great if you had like a night nanny for you. So they're like, actually, no, he rolls over to his side too. You know, like, like a like, cuddler, like, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a cuddler, like, you know, like he just rolls you back or mm. you're not breathing or, you know, like, like, I mean, that's when you go stay the night out in the hospital. That's what I guess they kind of do. But, you know, I assume like anything, you go back to bad habits, you'll need like a top off. You're just like, well, I just got to get the cuddler over, uh, teach me some sleeping skills, and then off we go. <laughs> mm, amazing. Amazing. All right. Uh, that's pretty much most of my health updates from my side. Oh, I'm happy to announce my um, gym uh, has been the most consistent I've been, and I'm starting to feel stronger. 
Um, long way to go, but this is what we do. We try and just do a little bit uh, consistently little bit. and then hopefully start to feel the difference. Running is getting uh, faster. Um, weight's starting to come off. So yeah, tick, tick, tick. Good start of the year. It's, uh, obviously, it's going. we're heading into stormy waters between um, uh, the filming. And for, for the rec- I think I can announce it. It's uh, filming season five of Utopia, which is exciting, exciting. But it's simultaneously happening during the festival, uh, stand-up festival season. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty much going to be away every weekend till April. And then in April, I've got the stand-up comedy show that's at 9.15 every night at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Um, uh, Heartstopper, of course. But also there's other dates like Perth, I'm going to, the first date is Perth in two weeks, February 14th to the 19th. There's Adelaide Fringe Festival, which is, I think it's May, uh, sorry, Feb 24, 25, 26 or something like that. Uh, I'm going to be there. Then there's Melbourne, then there's fucking multicultural gala stuff. Oh, should, we, oh say, should we let them know? We're touring together in Victoria. <laughs> I love that. You're like, you're, you're like, should we let them know? I'm just going to tell them. <laughs> yeah, we are. Ben and I are coming to uh, your cities uh, in regional Victoria as part of the uh, Multicultural Gala, which is going to be exciting. Um, From the where... 17th of March until the yeah. 20, I believe, 3rd, uh, I think. And we are going to hit Horsham. I'll tell you. Shepherd. So we're good. There we go. 17th. So this is every day till the uh, 25th from the 17th. So we're in Cardinia on the 17th, then Shepparton, Horsham. Then Ararat, Hamilton, Mount Gambier, Warrnambool, Kyneton, Bendigo. It's you get so- to see not one, we get to see both of us, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yes. So come say hi. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, like, yeah, it's fun. Dilly and I are pretty excited to uh, go on a tour together because I don't think it's ever We've happened. never really done it. I don't no. think we've done an extended. We've done interstate gigs here and there and stuff like that, but this is like a proper, this you know, is- we're going to be... And we get to hang out and record pods on the road and have a little bit of fun. I, before we go uh, as well, uh, my show, uh, again, it's uh first two weeks of Comedy Festival. So March 30th, mm. again, I'm in mm. a quite small venue. So if you want to book, book now. Uh, and then uh, for Fitbit listeners, I do have a cheeky code. Uh, my show's called Any More Questions. If you just type Bro. the word questions, I'll give you a little bit of a discount. Would love to see mm. you. Questions with a question mark or just, just, just questions? Just questions. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, cool. All right, bro. Cool. Thanks all from us. Uh, and also thank you for all the feedback listeners who jumped on to check out the Driver's Seat podcast. Uh, I think nearly all episodes are out at this point, uh, but people have been really liking it, having um, some real sort of deep dives into specific topics like sleep, for example. Uh, talk. And so. And let uh, us know if you've had any success with sleep, especially natural remedies. We'd love to know. Actually, I would love to know that. Too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send them to me. Some... Uh, yeah, if I'd you love can to tell know. me, uh, tell well, me how I can get gummies without fucking getting arrested. <laughs> all, right, all right, thanks always to Patreons for supporting the pod, and we will see you all. Yeah, if you're, next week. if you if you if you're coming to one of our live shows, bring some gummies. <laughs> I, I just know, someone will. Want, someone I will. just want to sleep and I don't want to I don't want to I just want to Gummies. Sleep. Gummies. Right, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.